What's up, Bucks fans? Welcome back to another edition of Pirate Parlay here on the Sick Podcast Network. I'm your host, JC Allen, and let's get it right out of the way. Let's get that word right out of the way. Yeah! Uh, Bucks with a huge win over the Philadelphia Eagles on Monday Night Football to capture uh, a spot in the divisional round. Uh, a lot of people counted this team out from the beginning. You know your boy didn't. I had them winning, uh, going going far into this into this postseason and season. So, um, you know, we've got a spectacular guest on today. Um, just credit all the way around, all three phases on that team, uh, special teams, defense, offense. Everyone did their job. They all contributed. You look at how many people touched the ball on Monday night. And uh, it, this was definitely, I think, their signature win of the season. Just happened to come in the wild card round of the playoffs. Super wild card round. Sorry, NFL. Um, and we'll get one of these guests on who had a major impact on the game, led the team in receiving in yards. We're going to get him on after the break. We'll be right back. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. The Sick Podcast. Pirate Parlay. Battle intercepted. Picked off of the end zone. Bucks are going to beat the Chiefs. We're the champions of the world. The sickest Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast. It's going to be sick. Welcome back on the other side of the break here. And I'm not going to waste any time. I'm going to get him right in here. He is the Bucks' starting tight end. Had a huge game last night. Let's give it up for Cade Aten. Cade, how are we doing, my man? I'm doing great, JC. How are you? I'm doing awesome. It's always uh, it's always good, no matter if you cover the team, you play on the team, or you're a fan of the team after a, a victory, especially one so sweet against the Philadelphia Eagles and in the playoffs. So, um, huge win last night, man. Absolutely. You know, uh, I'm not not like I'm super experienced in the NFL or anything. This is just my second playoff game, but the the atmosphere was great going against a great opponent and just to come out and, and win the way we did was unreal. Just super happy for all the guys in the locker room. Absolutely. I, I see there cause I'm there every week the, the blood, sweat and tears you guys put in um, a little bit behind the curtain, but not totally because I don't see everything, but you know, I get a glimpse of how much this, this means to you guys and the atmosphere there last night was absolutely crazy. Um, I think that's probably been the raucous that stadium has been, um, in quite some time, just the app, how, how did that atmosphere kind of give you that extra energy and extra boost? Yeah. I mean, the, the crew definitely brought it yesterday. Uh, just third downs, especially I remember running out of the tunnel, just kind of getting chills, looking around, looking all the way up into the rafters, um, just taking it all in and, um, just really appreciating how much the whole Tampa Bay area came out to support us and uh, just really wanted to to show our appreciation to them and our performance. And I'm thankful we were able to do that for them. Yeah, absolutely. Those red lights go so hard, too. Like when, they, yeah. when it's all red, like that goes so hard. And speaking about going hard, okay, do you had a game to remember? Eight receptions, 89 yards, let all receivers in receptions. And, and and yards how are you feeling i feel good i keep my mind keeps going back to a couple i should have had yeah. um but no it felt good to contribute to the win and um i just i was just watching a little bit of the film and, and baker did an unbelievable job all night um obviously he had great stats could have even been even better 
Um, but we we just really came out and played some of our best football at the right time, and we're looking to continue that this week. Yeah, big opponent. Uh, it's Revenge Tour 2024, right? You, yep. you got the uh, you got the Eagles down now. The Lions. Who knows? Likely, if you believe what people say, you know, San Francisco should beat the Packers, which if you guys would win, would set you up for another revenge game there. And uh, if you guys advance and, you know, looking too far ahead, there's two teams still still in the mix, too, that that you guys had uh, come short up against, too, in, in the Texans and Bills. So we might carry this thing all the way to the Super Bowl if, if things happen. But, you know, that's according to pundits and what people are saying in the media. And I know I know what you guys had. I predicted you guys to, to do well this season. I know you guys knew what you guys had from the get, but um, there's a lot of people who counted you out. A lot of people said this Bucks team is going to win three games. A lot of teams, uh, people said, uh, you know, you know, Baker's on his eighth, fifth team and uh, fourth team in three years and one year. You know, the, you guys are tanking for Caleb Williams or Drake May. I know you guys don't listen to that noise, but. Was there a chip on your shoulder, and how good does it feel to prove some of those naysayers wrong? I think, like, personally, I heard some of those things, and uh, it gives you a little chip on your shoulder, but I didn't really sense that from the team. Like, we, everyone just came in and worked as if it didn't really matter what the expectations were. We knew what we had in, in our locker room. We had really good players, really good personalities, really good character, and we knew we could win a bunch of games and I'll take it really far into the playoffs. And it wasn't pretty all year. We definitely had some ups and downs, uh, but it's about getting into the playoffs and then peaking at the right time. And so that's kind of what we're looking to do here. So sustaining too. And, and December football is where you start to develop that identity and that you guys did that and carried it all the way through into this first round of the playoffs at, you know, go back to the beginning of, of camp and Tristan said something that stuck out with me all season long. And he said, you know, this is a different locker room. There are a lot. There were some some guys who were kind of me guys last year and the team just feels different. Do you feel a different sense of, of the team from last year to this year? Um, obviously, when talking about last year, it was always Tom Brady in the Bucks. Tom Brady in the Bucks. And rightfully so. He's the GOAT. But mm-hmm. without that looming shadow of a GOAT, does it feel like a different team? Yeah, definitely. I think just throughout my time playing football, each year, each team kind of takes on its own identity. And certainly this year, that's the case. And I've talked about it a little bit, but just having someone like Baker come in as the quarterback, um, I think we've kind of taken on his personality as our identity as a team, just competing, just wanting to win doing whatever it takes. And, you know, you've seen that uh, unselfishness kind of come out through the ups and downs of the season, like I talked about. And uh, I think it's really paying off for us. And it's so it's so weird because obviously Brady was like 43, 40, 45 years old. Yeah. Last year you have Baker. He's a lot younger than that. You know, I think Trishan's like, I'm not going to go out and have a beer with Tom, but I'll do that with Baker. <laughs> What, what's been the biggest difference between like the relationship between the two guys that you had? Yeah, I think so. Tom was great to me. I'll, I'll say that first of all, he's awesome leader and awesome guy to have in the locker room. Um, but I think it is just a little different having uh, Baker just being closer in age, honestly, just um, he's um, 
just very accessible at all times. And honestly, I get like Tom being so ultra famous, like he has to be reserved or else he's going to get like swarmed by people at all times. Um, but I mean, Baker has just done such a great job, like developing camaraderie, camaraderie with all the guys. And uh, it's, it's been really fun to get to know him and get to play with him. Yeah, you can tell just kind of being around him. Um, you know, I, I went to his charity event and you could just tell he kind of has that. Let's get everyone together. He's the guy who, you know, you, you go back in college is getting everyone together for the party or something like that. And um, obviously focusing on football, I'm talking about off season, but he's the guy that, you know, gets everybody hyped up. gets everybody, you know, motivated to do something. And, and he's, he's uh, you can tell he's, he's rubbed off on this team in a big way. I want to go back to last night's game real quick. When did, did you know you're going to be such a big part of the game plan or when did that kind of unfold? Was it something that the Eagles were doing that Dave was just like, we got to dial this up to Cade. It was just Baker was seeing something kind of, how did that unfold your big night unfold last night? Um, I, I don't think anything really different went into game planning as far as like trying to feature me specifically. Uh, but I think it's just kind of the, the way the game flowed and how Dave was calling the plays and then what, what Baker was seeing in the, the seams particularly. Um, I think that's just kind of how it goes each and every week. You never know yeah. who's who's going to get the ball on, on each play, what coverage the defense is going to play. And so it just kind of happened that I ended up getting some, some more targets than usual. And um, each and every time I just want to take advantage of those opportunities. All right, you got your scripted plays in the beginning, and then you kind of see how they're covering things, how things are developing, and then – Obviously, they were having trouble covering you all night, um, and you were a great benefactor of that, which was which was great to see. And you know, coming from last year to this year, you've seen such a big growth in 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 what you've been able to do. I mean, you were really good last year as a rookie, uh, t- stepping up and taking that 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 you know role of tight end one. Um, and then this year, it seems like you took a step forward too. Um, Dave's offense certainly likes to feature his tight ends. You see what he did in Seattle. Um, just talk about your growth from year one to year two and where you are now uh, heading into this next playoff game. Yeah, I think just having a full off season to work on my game and uh, my body, I was hurt coming out of college. And so doing a lot of rehab, rehab there. And um, I think it just helped a lot to have that full off season. And then um, I think this this offense has been great, too, uh, for our tight ends, just being very involved in the pass game, uh, really a lot in the play action specifically. Um, it's been a lot of fun. And just each and every day, week, season, I'm going to try and get better. I know there's a lot I have to work on. Uh, so um, that's always the goal is to take a step. You mentioned the difference between this offense and how they feature tight ends more. What What is the biggest difference between, you know, last year's Byron, no risk it, no biscuit and, and Dave's offense this year? Yeah, I think it's the, the marriage of the pass and run game. Mm-hmm. I think last year we struggled a little bit to do those things. Um, but this year I think you're seeing a lot of our play action stuff do really well. And that's a, a great credit to Dave and what he's been able to put together. And um, I'm having a really good time being a part of it. 
Yeah, absolutely. You can tell the, like I said, you can tell just um, how you've been featured, how you've been utilized in that offense. And, and, you know, the marriage of, of the pass and the run that you guys been, you know, you got some fans pulling their hair out of their, out of their heads. And I'm trying to tell, I'm like, there's going to be balanced. They're going to be balanced. They're going to run the ball. And you see in, in certain games this season, by the time the fourth quarters come, you've been running the ball for three quarters. And, you know, by that time, now the fourth quarter is here and you're just exploding on them. Like they don't have an answer for the run game because you've worn them down. And I think that balance that he's brought, well, it can be certainly frustrating at times when it doesn't work or, you know, Rashad's only grabbing one yard against a, a formidable front. That's the whole purpose of that is to set things up later. You don't need a, uh, an explosive run game to set up play action, but it sure as, help, sure as heck helps. And when there's that threat there, that opens up things that you can do and that Baker can do as well. And um, But to have that balance, you know, it requires the tight ends to do their job, not just receiving, but blocking. And I think that's somewhere where you have definitely improved from year one to year two. <laughs> Um, just to kind of talk about your blocking, where you're most comfortable blocking. Is it the split zone? Is it duo? Is it just mano y mano standing the guy up next to you? Or is it kind of on the perimeter? Just talk about your blocking and, and maybe, you know, where you feel the most comfortable there. Yeah. Um, it's the cool thing about the tight end position and also the challenging thing is we're kind of asked to block in all these different settings. You know, it can be a, against a 6'5", 300-pounder or a 5'10", 190-pounder, you know. And so um, it's it's challenging, but it's also really fun, and you have to be good at all of them. And so um, that's something we work on every day in our room, just having great technique each and every play. And that's the thing that doesn't change between blocking those two different type of guys and everywhere in between is where your eyes are, where your hands are, and where your feet are and those things will lead to success. And so uh, just in year two, uh, just trying to be more and more consistent with those things on every play. Um, I'm definitely not perfect at it, but I feel like I've gotten better and I'm going to keep getting better. What do you think you struggle more with? Is it the speed rushers? Is it the power rushers? I I had Luke on earlier and he said, you know, the speed rushes because of the athleticism he can handle, but sometimes the power rushes get a little bit better of him. Where's your kind of kryptonite that you're working to improve? Yeah, I think I think power rushers would be the the hardest one, especially like for Luke and myself. Where, when we're on the edge, you know, you're you're kicking out so wide, trying to you know not let the guy get around you. And when they're able to go speed to power really fast and collapse the pocket, that can be really challenging. Um, so again, it just comes back to like eyes, hands, feet, and then having great leverage in those situations and. You got to be near perfect against these guys on the edge. Like every single team, they have these these monsters that are so athletic. Like every team's strength is their edge players, that's and true. so um, that's that's a great challenge for us. And um, it's it's really fun though. Who's who's been the toughest guy that you've had to go up against? I think I go back to Minnesota's Danielle Hunter. <laughs> so good. He's he's really good player. Yeah, he's he's big, he's fast, he's mean, <laughs> and yeah, that was uh, good to get him out of the way week one. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, he's uh, he's relentless too. Um, you know, it, it's funny because like you're only a year in, right? And, and so is you know Co. Um, 
but you're the elder statesman in the group, the youngest tight end group in the in the league. And uh, well, David's been around too, um, as well. So you have have that. But you know, you guys bring in Payne Durham this year. Uh, he had a big 18 yard catch. He's been making. It seems when Payne gets the ball, it's only for like 15 yards plus, like every time. And it's a crazy cat, like acrobatic catch that he makes. He had the Gronk catch behind his. Crazy, but just talk about his development and and how you know maybe he's leaned on you. Talk about the mustache he grew during November because that was that was hideous and uh, <laughs> just kind of you know what it's been like to be that mentor um, when a guy's only a couple of years younger. Is he? He's what? Is he, you're younger than me, or you guys? Yeah, like, you're you're younger. Yeah, and, and kind of just his development to the season. Yeah, we've we've all shared in those hideous mustaches, so he's not alone. <laughs> this wasn't as bad. <laughs> he's got I, that scraggly hair, so it makes it worse. <laughs> I appreciate that, but no, Payne, Payne's been great. He he came in ready to learn, and not that like you said, I'm not. I'm just a year older than him, so it's not like I have all all these years of experience. But um, he he was really willing to to ask questions and you know soak up any information information he could and so uh, it's just been really fun to work with him he's a great player and you see him make these splash plays and I think he can do it super consistently too and um, you know it's just kind of that balance with the offense of like we all want each other to succeed right but as tight ends we also want to be on the field as much as possible so we're going to keep working to get like 12 and 13 personnel in the game more (laughs) just by showing up in practice and um, but but Payne's done an awesome job. He's grown a lot, blocking and receiving. And so uh, we're going to keep working together and, and having fun doing it. Just going to John and David. Yeah, we were watching the tape and we noticed that well, thirteen personnel. Like you can get them on a few punches. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We'll we'll always you know say a little thing here or there, try and get certain plays in. But it, it's in good fun. But w- as competitors, we always want to be on the field as much as possible. Oh, absolutely. Um, speaking on the field, uh, he's still a rookie. So that means he's got rookie duties that he's got to do, especially in that room. What's, what's something that you guys make him do? Um, all in fun, obviously. I know I had Yaya on. He was talking about he's the snack guy. He's got to get all the snacks. And, you know, he had to travel like five different stores to find something for, I think, Cam Gill or something like that. <laughs> what, what do you got Payne doing? Honestly, we'd take it super easy on him, and that's only because Cam Bray and Kyle Rudolph took it super easy on me last year, so I feel like I, I can't make him do anything. <laughs> um, but he's gone and, and got us some food a couple times, and uh, Tanner's gone and got us some Starbucks a couple times. So they, they do do stuff for us. Oh, they also decorated the room for Christmas. Perfect. So that was cool. <laughs> Um, but nothing crazy. Oh, that's awesome. Tanner's Tanner's a good kid too. I think he's got a lot of talent. Um, you know, it, as he's developed on the practice squad, he, no one got to see it this year, but yeah. I definitely, you know, kind of talking to, uh, there's something to build upon there. So it'll be exciting. Totally. To watch him. Yeah. He's um, done a great job. Uh, so I've, there's a quote that I always like to reference and it's not his quote, but Julian Edelman, he always says tough times last tough people don't. And mm-hmm. you alluded to it earlier one and six streak uh, in the middle of the season after starting three and one. Um, that was a tough stretch for you guys. Um, you know, a lot of adversity that you had to go through, but what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Um, how did that help you guys get to the point where you are now? 
Yeah, I think it was just a, a test of resilience for our team. It would have been really easy to kind of quit, go into your own like protective shell, uh, each guy looking out for himself, you know, but everyone just kept coming to work, like trying to improve as a team, not being selfish and just kind of going rogue in the locker room or on the practice field. And so it's been just really a pleasure to be a part of a group like that and to see it come to fruition, to make it into the playoffs and then get the win is it just it makes all that that tough those tough times where you're reeling after a loss it makes it it worth it because you learn from those things and you get better yeah right i mean that's what you go through those times and they'll come out the other side the way you guys have it's got to make those so much more enjoyable knowing that you know you've been at the lowest of lows and now you're peaking at at the right time and now how can you be down when you got a guy like dave canales I, i don't think i've ever seen that guy in, in a bad mood, um, you know, kind of talk to him off the field as well. He is, uh, he's just like a, a ray of light. He's always in a positive mood. Uh, he's got the quote, you know, I wake up like it's, you know, first down every day with a new set of downs, new chance. Um, what has he been like for that offense in that, in that room? Um, you don't have to say a breath of fresh air. I'll say it for you. But uh, what has it been like to have him there? Um, his positive attitude and and just kind of rub off in the team. Yeah, totally. You said it. It's it's been so awesome, and we we just feed off of him. You know the 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 positive energy, the coming in, and just being ready to work and being grateful. Uh, it's been really great for our team and for our offense, especially through the struggles like we talked about, like not pressing too hard, just knowing that there's a, a process that's proven to work and that's just hard work and going back and doing it again and again and again, and you're bound to see the results. And so uh, we trusted him. We trusted that. And you're starting to see the fruits of it now that the end of the season. And um, we're hoping to, to do really well this week, keep going back to that process and then hoping to earn another one. I think one of the things that makes him – um, so relatable um, is his candidness. Um, even with the media, he comes out, and I don't know if you ever watched or listened to one of his press conferences, but you know he's giving you the why, the how, without giving it all away, but he's really kind of going in deep into detail on why things worked, why things didn't work, why things happened, what his thought process was there. And I think being that candid and that open, um, not only with the media, but to an even more extent with you guys on this is why we're doing this because X, Y, and Z down the line, this will be X, Y, and Z down the line. And I think you guys have seen those results and um, the, the difference in the offense is, is completely night and day um, and, and the way you guys attack things. So it's been a, it's been a lot of fun to watch um, even through the bad times. You knew there was, there was light at the end of the tunnel. Um, so it, it's been a lot of fun to watch. Um, speaking of tunnel though, I was down there as you guys were walking off the field and I saw Coach Van Dam embracing you. He was whispering something in your ear. Couldn't quite make it out. You don't have to share it if you don't want to. But what was essentially what was the message from him coming off the field after such a big win like that? Yeah, he just said we have another week together, and that's been a big message of his throughout the season, as well as Coach Canales. Just that, like, be grateful for this. Like, we're playing a game we love. We're playing in the playoffs in the NFL. So it's just like. And we, and yeah, it's nuts. 
it's so surreal. And then we, we love all the guys in our room on the offense in general. So it's just, we're so grateful for this opportunity. Um, it doesn't mean like we're going to take it easy when it comes to game day. We're going to work super hard during the week, but we, we just enjoy it. And, you know, while we have this opportunity, if we're lucky enough to, like, we're going to take advantage of it. So um, that, that was kind of the message he said, and uh, I really appreciated it for sure. That's awesome. That's great. The bond you guys have on this team and even even Coach Bowles, you know, he'll get asked about this or that, and he refuses to, to, to throw anybody under the bus. He takes the blame, shoulders the blame. He'll deflect the blame. Uh, the fact that, you know, no, no – everyone's got it seems like everyone's got each other's back there's no nothing going on on you know on the side or no one's leaking stuff out about this disgruntledness or anything the fact that everyone is just so there for one each other is, is really definitely admirable did you ever feel like did it ever feel like in the building and this is mostly outside noise but that you were playing for for bull's job did it ever feel like that at all uh not necessarily you know i I think we all just have pride in what we do, you know, and you never want to lose. <laughs> so right. it's just, um, I think that was just the biggest thing. Like we, it hurt so bad to, to lose after putting in all that work. Like it, it felt like we weren't seeing mm. the, the results and how much we were working. And so, kind of like we talked about with what Coach Canales would say, and Coach Bulls would echo this too, is that we just had to trust the process and, and trust the work we were putting in during the week. It's not like we weren't trying hard enough, no. but we just had to, to execute better in practice and then in the game. And then, you know, he Coach Bulls just so steady. Like you said, he is – it's not like he says a bunch, but he says – what needs to be done he says it how it is and then he's he's right there with us in the room he's not you know he doesn't treat us like he's way above us or anything he is all there for us and so we really appreciate him for that and he's been obviously a massive part of where we're at today absolutely it's it's like i said it's great to see kind of the turnaround and i i didn't get the sense of that i never you know heard that or anything like that um from inside the building and people i talked to so um you know and you look at those games a lot of it was just kind of some mental mistakes here and there some Mm -hmm. refs here and there (laughs) you don't have to comment on that one um some penalties here and there and whatnot but all right let's get into some fun stuff oh you have four huskies on the team this year like how much how you guys must have been in your glory Especially with the season didn't end the way you wanted to, and I'm sure you got shit from Spy Tech and Foot. But um, what was that like? You know, to just experience that with four of your fellow teammates from college. You played with? Did you play with Greg too? Yep. Yeah. So you played with all of those guys, um, and then for the the Huskies to have the run they did. How was? What was that like this season? It was awesome. You know, we we always kind of would check in with each other about it and. Um, we, we bark at each other every once in a while, you know, <laughs> but, um, we actually all went to the, the sugar bowl together and that was just a great time too. There's like the NFL is awesome. And this locker room we have is unbelievable, but at the same time, there's nothing like college football and it's changed since I left even. Um, but 
it's it's super cool like we have so much pride in our our team in our school and just to have that bond in the nfl too it's it's really fun and it, it made for a really cool year that's awesome and it's it's cool too to see when you're playing other other you know former you know washington huskies and you guys are out there doing jersey swaps and stuff i always yeah. thought that was an awesome part and the side bets in the building too i lost one to yaya i had to wear a louisville shirt that was like two times <laughs> too small for me like i was like oh man i don't know if i'm making any more bets especially because <laughs> like servassier dennis and sean tuck i ain't fitting to those shirts like yeah <laughs> i ain't trying to do this but yeah it's 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 definitely it was definitely awesome to see the uh the jarring back and forth and and you know such a nice run hey Penix from tampa people are talking about you know if he's there when the bucks pick maybe that's a you know, quarterback of the future to groom behind Baker in the next couple of years. And never, you never know. You never know. Might get another one on the team. There's a pipeline there. I feel like. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you know we've all contributed a lot to the team, and so absolutely, I, I would just urge Jason and Spy to keep going back in that direction. You know, keep going back to the Northwest. There you go. <laughs> okay, so what's something Bucks fans might not know about you? Let's see. Um, so I'm actually I'm missing this front tooth right here. Okay. When I was in first grade at baseball pictures, some kids stole my hat, and I chased after him, and I ran into one of those megaphones on the playground. <laughs> oh no! Bro- those I broke a bone up here. Oh my goodness, tooth. You so, didn't want to go the Cody Malk right route. No, yeah, I I respect <laughs> Cody so much for you know just rocking the he's no teeth. <laughs> so he he's a beast for that, but yeah. I I didn't I didn't do it. No, no, uh, that's crazy. Those are megaphone things where like you talking to one side and the other sides on the other. Side. Yep, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Those things are awesome when you're a kid. I don't care. <laughs> uh, okay, if you could play any other position besides tight end, either offense or defense, what would it be? Linebacker. Linebacker, okay. I, I love defense. I, I played linebacker all growing up and through high school and stuff. And I I love just chasing down a ball carrier. It's so fun. Well, next question naturally is why did I switch to tight end? Um, it was probably my best opportunity to play in college mm-hmm. at tight end. So my grandpa had me play tight end early in high school and you know, it ended up working out okay. <laughs> Are you campaigning bowls for any of these like Hail Mary plays? Let me get out there and let me get out there. You, know, you put Mike out there at safety. Let me get out there, linebacker. <laughs> yeah, I I would. I think the the play with Gronk in New England maybe scarred everyone from ever doing that again. But you know, yeah, I'm a New England fan, so from from right outside of Boston, so. That Miami Sorry, miracle. Man. It's it's fine. You know, everyone I've had on here, Zion's done it to me. Dave has done it to me. You guys just all like to throw these little digs in. It's unintentional though. So it's all, <laughs> it's all good. My bad. It's fine. I it stinks that you didn't get to get to be with Gronk, you know, a year too late. Um yeah. but definitely, I think definitely been playing up to up to his level, uh for sure. Um when you're not playing football, um, and whether it's off season, whether it's you know, off days, whatnot. Well, you got any hobbies or interests? Anything that you like to do? Um, anything that you're that you're big on? Yeah, me and my wife just like being outdoors. Whether it's going somewhere to hike 
or riding bikes or going on walks with our dog. Um, that's the biggest thing, just being outside. Our dream one day is to be on a farm somewhere. So that's that's kind of like what we love to do is just be outdoors. That's awesome. Well, you're not hiking anywhere in Florida, so that's definitely yeah. like off-season type deal. Although there's some yeah. good nature trails. I don't know if you found any around here, but I can definitely – hook you up with some because I, I love doing you know i'm you know from the north northeast so i miss the mountains but yeah. i don't miss the snow that they got this <laughs> yeah totally keep that for sure um okay so this is a rapid fire it's called this or that and jump right into favorites after i'm gonna give you two things you tell me this or that and there's usually a follow-up question with it too but this or that xbox or playstation playstation what game you're playing anything right now I, I haven't had a PlayStation for a few years, but FIFA was always my favorite. FIFA's, FIFA's the, uh, uh, always a go-to. Uh, beach or mountains? Mountains. Okay. You had a little bit of both, you know, from being up there, the Pacific Northwest yeah. down here. Um, a Marvel or DC? Not, not a big comic book guy, but I'd say Marvel. Marvel? Favorite superhero? Iron Man. Iron Man. I don't think anyone reads comics anymore, but like you watch the movies and shows and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I've never picked up a comic book in my life, but like the shows back in the X-Men show back in like the early nineties got me hooked. Then they have like on oh, Disney cool. Plus now and then like Spider-Man and all that stuff came out. You know, what's funny. Yeah. We've done this all season uh, with the, like, you know, players and coaches. I don't think anyone's ever said DC, Batman, Superman, they get no love. Um, <laughs> I, think, I think I know the answer to this one uh, based off your previous answer, but city or country 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 boy yeah all right um car or truck i'm not gonna lie i rock a honda accord right now so <laughs> so definitely a car <laughs> but maybe a truck someday I'm hey not, you know probably. saving that saving that money you know yeah uh, um movie or tv series tv series what you watch recently anything good um me and my wife have been watching The Chosen. The new the new season comes out soon. Uh, okay. It's been really good. What's that about, Ivan? I got. I'm looking for a new series to dive into. It's about the life of Jesus, and it's it's really cool. It's like a lot of I guess Christian shows are like super cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> but th- this one's actually like well produced and acted and stuff. So it's. Been I'll fun. have to check it out for sure. Yeah. Um, favorites, rapid fire, favorite movie. The Shawshank Redemption. Great choice. That's a great movie. How Definitely can you not my love top. It. I know. How can you not? Uh, top five for sure. Anything with Morgan Freeman. I, you know, so I've been watching This Is Our Planet or something like that on Netflix. Oh, yeah. I got, I got a new 4K TV, and it's like it was one of the first 4K things that popped up, and I was like, I just put it on, and then I'm just like listening. I'm like, Morgan Freeman's voice is so soothing. Like, whether it's great just put that on while you're in bed and you'll be asleep <laughs> right right I, I wish i could get him to do like you know pre-record my uh eulogy or whatever <laughs> you're here for josh's funeral um, yeah terrible terrible <laughs> impression <laughs> uh favorite sports team growing up uh seahawks seahawks okay okay you hesitated there you didn't want to say it it's fine. You're a Buffs I was, little, now. I, I was thinking about going like Mariners or Sonics, uh, but football is definitely my favorite sport. So, so how that. awesome is it playing with 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 for um, Brad and Dave? It's awesome. I've asked them a bunch of questions about 
being in Seattle and stuff. And um, it's fun, especially like playing last year, playing the Seahawks in Germany was was pretty surreal for me. Just, you know, growing up, I had a Matt Hasselback jersey, uh, being a huge fan of them. So it was fun. I think it was the second week of camp, but I, I just I went for it. I was like, Dave, I got to know what happened. Why didn't you guys run it at the one yard line? <laughs> he gave me this long reason. I'm not going to go into it, but he gave me this long reason why that they didn't uh, do it. And I was like, it made a bunch of sense, but I'm like, thank you. Yeah, I was pretty hurt at that time. I don't think I talked for like 30 minutes after that play. <laughs> um. That's great. That's like me on. Um, the game against the Falcons, that Super Bowl. I was like sprawled out on the floor as a fan. I'm like, it's over. It's over. <laughs> and then they come back 28 to three and win it. And then I was just like uh, elated. But um, yeah, yeah that's that a crazy sequence of events. Um, favorite place you've ever visited? Um, Glacier National Park in Montana. That's on the bucket list. Yeah. I just hear ooh back there in the background. <laughs> that was my dog. He's whining. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm uh, obviously Yellowstone's all the rage, you know, and like uh-huh. just watching that. I, Yellowstone's definitely in my Montana. It's definitely in my in my go to places. What's your favorite food? Oof, it's a tough question. Okay. Um, love love good barbecue. Yeah. There's a few good places I'll get with you and let you know where they're at. There's a few like really good places in Tampa. Okay. I'm all yours. Especially if you like brisket. Um, awesome. Favorite cereal? Cinnamon Toast Crunch. The goat. I mean, the goat. The <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad we're in agreement there. This should be the answer every time. I'm not a better cereal. <laughs> the um, milk at the end? Awesome. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> um, Favorite game you've ever watched? Favorite game I've ever watched? Yeah. I mean, it's got to be the Seahawks Super Bowl against the Broncos. Yeah. Just pure joy. (laughs) As a little Seahawks fan. Just shutting Peyton Manning down. Um, Your favorite color? Green. Green. Okay. Any, like, specific shade? Uh, Kelly Green. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Uh especially after a dub. Um, yep. favorite TV show. Favorite TV show. Um I really liked Prison Break. That was a good one. Yeah. Underrated. Underrated show. Um favorite sports memory. Favorite sports memory. Uh playing in the Apple Cup. My sophomore year in the snow. That's awesome. Washington, Washington State, we were both ranked. It's when Gardner Minshew was there. Okay. And it was like a snow out, like, end up getting a foot of snow during the game. And it was my first time ever playing in the snow. I just had a blast. Snow games are the best. Yeah. They're way better than rain games. Yes. <laughs> rain games with a little bit of rain is fun. Not like the monsoon you guys had against the Panthers. That yeah, was- that was brutal. That was so bad. Um, yeah, but snow games are definitely the best. Um, favorite dessert? Can't turn down like a warm chocolate chip cookie with some ice cream. That's Done. Done. a little hot fudge or a little, you know, Hershey syrup on the top. Yeah. Game over. 
<laughs> uh, favorite season? Uh, fall. Also good. Football's back. You know, Halloween, pumpkin stuff. If you're it's a into cooler, that, except Apple in picking. Tampa. It's October. Why is it 90 out? Yeah. Just wear your white uniforms like eight weeks straight because of the heat. This is crazy. Um, who's your favorite player growing up? Favorite player? Um, Cam Chancellor. Oh, so good. Yeah. He was such a, he was all over the place. Um, favorite game you've ever played in? Probably the one I told you about, the Apple Cup. Apple Cup. Is knowing. That's awesome, man. That's going to do it. That's all I have for you. Um, I'm super happy we got to connect uh, this season and, and, and chop it up. Um, you've been doing a great job. Keep up the good work. One game ahead of you. The goal's not finished. You guys know that. I'd like to give this opportunity to you to plug anything, uh, any, anything you got going on, socials, anything like that. I know you're uh, you're big with Providence. Uh, what is it? Providence Cattle Co.? Yeah. Yeah, definitely check them out. Um, other than that, not too much to, to plug. I guess just shout out to uh, the crew for showing out yesterday and looking forward to seeing any of you that make it to Detroit. Absolutely. Hopefully a good contingent. I see they're jacking up prices already, though. It's like $2,000 <laughs> for nosebleed. They're trying to. Oh, my gosh. It's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's it's nuts. But yeah, I saw all that beef you got, man. I need that. I need to talk to you about that too, because that looked phenomenal. Yeah, it's unreal. Let me know. Absolutely, for sure. Well, that's gonna do it. Thank you so much, Cade. Uh, good luck the rest of the season, and as always, uh, you know, go Bucks. Yeah, go Bucks. There you guys have it, Cade Otten. Uh, he's having a great season so far. Uh, capped off the regular season with, with um, you know, forty-seven receptions and. Uh, over 500 yards, and then big, big breakout game in this playoff. So, uh, looking forward to him do- keep doing his thing. Looking forward to the Bucks to keep doing their thing. We'll have another show later this week, kind of getting into this Lions matchup, previewing it, re-previewing it from the preview we had early on in the season. But that's going to do it for us here at Pirate Parlay on the Sick Podcast Network. I'm your host, JC Allen. We'll see you next time. Peace. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast Pirate Parlay on YouTube, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.